today's Leading Women episode 514 with the wonderful Andrea Parker. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference, and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing, talking to wonderful women every day. Here are today's leading women. Want to learn how I did it? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Andrea Rachel Parker. New York actress turned entrepreneur Andrea Rachel Parker is the founder of the newest unisex vegan organic skin and hair care line called Fubo Bell. Andrea began making these beauty products for herself and didn't think of selling them until friends and family and other people started asking her. Fubo Bell now offers a wide range of beauty products, all with organic ingredients. To learn more, visit www.fubobell.com. Women of the world, Miss Andrea Rachel Parker. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. I am delighted to have you in the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Andrea, I really like what you're doing with your business, especially with Fubo Bell line of products. I love that name as well. You Thank are a success you. in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, these what equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you got it on. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment any time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. Okay, awesome. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and idea behind a niche? Yes, of course. So as you mentioned, the name of my company is Fubo Bell, um, F-O-U-B-E-A-U-B-E-L-L-E.com. And it stands for Crazy Beautiful Beautiful. Um, the reason why I decided to name my company this is just because um, I, wanted to, I, I wanted to associate healthy skincare with just being absolutely stunning and glamorous to the point where the idea of it was kind of crazy to some people. Um, I know that some people have this notion and this idea and image in their head that when they hear the term vegan or plant-based, va- plant they think of hiking and trees and they think of brown and, and green colors and just dark and muddy and not something that's really um, sexy or makes you feel good. They think of a lot of work. And I really wanted to provide something that allows um, men and women to feel 
as glamorous and sexy while being healthy and doing something right for the skin. So the niche is that we are in the vegan market. Um, everything's cruelty-free. It's safe. It's organic, natural products. We focus on oil-based products. Um, but we, we're, we're glamorizing the that market. And we're allowing for custom orders to come through. Whereas normally when you go to um, healthcare stores, you know, you just get what they provide and that's it. Whereas, you know, you could say this is something that I really like, but would you be able to have it in this scent or something that's just like this, but just to combat eczema or psoriasis? And so that's where we fall in. And it's a way to do all of these things, but still feel really good about yourself while doing it. Still feeling fresh and clean and vibrant. Like you can just walk out in the world bare as you are without anything else necessary. And so that's where um, Fugu Bell falls in. Mm, I love what I'm hearing about your business, you know, how this idea came about, how uh, Fubo Bell came into existence. I love that you've carved out this niche. Uh, and then I love that um, phrase that you said about, in, um, you know, skin, oh, I mean, healthy skin equals standing or glamorous, because I truly believe that. I mean, our bodies composed, uh, I mean, our skin is the majority organ of our body, and a healthy skin reflects really our health in general. So I love that you are so passionate about uh, healthy skin and providing products that are that are, have healthy ingredients that are all good for us. So great that you have this one out there. But what continues to inspire you doing this business? Um, my inspiration just comes from the love of the products that I'm putting together. So I, ever since I was a kid, I've always had this fascination with ingredients and where things are coming from and finding something new that will help combat a serious illness or something that makes someone insecure is very mind blowing for me. So that passion alone of just discovering new ways to heal the body without having to put any chemicals on it um, really keeps me sucked in. But along with that is just the feedback that I get from people that use it. They're really astonished by the products and how well they work. And they're very passionate and happy and excited about um, the results that they get afterwards. So we started out with the brow growth serum, um, oil-based, and people were really astonished that, oh, wow, this little container of oil um, can can do this to my, my eyebrows. And I don't need as much of the eyebrow liner or filler that I, I once used. And so little um, happy moments like that from the clients and the, the customers really keep me going and motivate me. Absolutely. I mean, nothing is so fulfilling and gratifying when what you are putting out there is making a difference in other people's lives, that our, your clients are, that our clients are, are happy and getting great results because of our products, because of our services. So absolutely. Now, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this idea or that turned this inspiration into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Um, well, three traits that really helped me navigate this idea of mine. Um, one of them is the fact that I'm very disciplined. Being an entrepreneur, you have to will yourself to do certain things, especially on days where you absolutely do not want to do it, and especially on days where you're frustrated. So you have to have discipline. I come from a family that 
my father's an entrepreneur. So since I have been young and around him, the discipline, disciplinary action of having to get things done has always been embedded in me. Um, my mother's a very hard worker. And so I've always been motivated to just do, even when I don't feel like doing, because there's always a greater good behind it. Along with that, I'm very imaginative. So when I get naysayers, when I get people who say, you know, you're going to waste your time or just focus on acting or your acting's taking off or why do you want to get mixed up with this? Like, you don't have to force people to this, that, and the third. It's just good for me to have a bigger picture, a vision that's larger than what they're saying. Um, again, that goes back to inspiration and what keeps me going. But with building the business, you have to also create business plans. You have to be able to, to communicate where you want this to go along with them seeing your vision board and your business plan. And so with you being imaginative, with you being able to be in tune with what's going on in your head and vocalize that, that allows you to propel your business into new realms because other people are now able to see what you see. And that can translate in the products that you're pushing out and the website that you're going to build and the social media marketing campaign that you're going to have to do. Um, along with that, I would say the fact that um, I really like to do research. I'm very analytical and logical. So in a sense, I don't get bored of sitting down and just reading article after article, watching video after video, opening book after book. And that's something I love doing because I love being immersed in, in knowledge and new information. And that's really helped me build and construct my, my idea of FUBUVEL because now that I'm taking in the knowledge, I've just become a, a sponge of some sort. So people feel comfortable just indulging um, their stories and, and allowing me to just manifest that. So when people say, hey, I really need this, this cream or this oil for this, that, and third, I can now take the ability to be imaginative and be disciplined and, and my ability to, to research things and create something that will transform their life. And that is the wheel that keeps driving this business of mine. Mm, huge, huge there. Qualities or traits or values that uh, Andrea just shared with us. Having that self-discipline, being imaginative or having that vision greater than yourself and ability to research and being resourceful. Great personal qualities here and values that Andrea just shared with us. So let's all Thank cultivate you. and adapt them into our lives. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges, it takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business? And how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Um, that's a very good question. Thank you for asking that. There tends to be this miscon misconception that if you're an entrepreneur, everything is glamour glamorous. And that's not the case. There are a lot of hardships. Um, even still to this day, I'm still building and growing along with my business. So um, I really appreciate this question. To answer your question, um, like I said, I've faced many hardships, but one of the main hardships I had to navigate through were people not taking me serious. Um, 
I'm very small, I'm petite, I have a younger face than I actually am, but I'm still very young. And so when I'm going into business meetings, when I'm going to seminars, when I'm going to workshops, when I'm doing pitches, people tend to just see me as young. And therefore, I probably don't have a lot of life experience or what could I know about health or skin or what could this product be that offsets it from others. And so I really had to learn how to exert and assert myself to a point where people can look beyond my physical attributes and say, what she's saying makes a lot of sense. What she knows is legit. And not only is, has that been a hardship because I had to learn how to do it in a way where I'm balancing, you know, my humility and and still being personable. But it's also been a proud moment because I have been able to find that balance. And so now I'm like, OK, I found a new side of myself. Um, along with that, I've had issues as far as packaging is concerned. I really want to take the brand and make vegan products and healthy skincare very glamorous and fun to look at and fun to smell and and just give you this sense of yes I have the best thing ever when you're holding it in your hand and so I really really just I'm very meticulous when it comes to my packaging and so I've had many issues as far as getting that done and having working with people again because of taking me seriously um bring the bottles and bring the the jars when they're supposed to, how they're supposed to in the packaging boxes that they're supposed to and all this other stuff. So right now, my, my two main largest hardships that have come to mind are the packaging and the fact that when you're young, when you're pretty, when you're petite, people, but especially men, they don't take you as seriously. And so you have to find a way to navigate through that. Mm, huge lessons in that uh, and those challenges that uh, Andrea just shared with us and uh, yeah I agree with you especially in our uh, especially in the industry you are and I'm sure I mean you, there's advantages and disadvantages of uh, looking young I mean it's an advantage because uh, that's a tr- that's an asset that we have but sometimes in business people don't take us seriously but you have right. to really assert yourself and you if you know, especially if you know that your products or your services are really excellent and really are helping others, you really have to stand up and assert yourself and your products and your services. And then the packaging, I'm sure for our listeners out there who are in business, who are in the same industry as Andrea has, I'm sure you have learned, uh, have these challenges as well. But let's learn from the lessons that uh, Andrea just shared with us. When it happens to us, we now know what to do. Awesome. So let's just switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Um, This is also a very powerful question. I'm still working on maintaining and balancing. That's going to be an everyday thing. I think we have different phases in our life. And so for me, it's about taking one phase at a time. Currently, I don't have a family that I am 
taken care of or around 24-7. So I don't have that worry on me, but I do still have to balance a love life. I still have to balance friendships. I have to balance my acting work and I have to balance my choreography work along with this. So it can be burdensome. And the, the way that I look at it is that I just say, I have to focus on me spiritually. I have to be whole. I have to be complete. And if I'm able to do that, then I can give to other areas of my life freely without feeling like everything has been taken out of me. So I make sure that I have time to meditate. I'm very spiritual. I make sure that I have time to do the things that I love outside of work. Work is a way for me to escape, but I do have other things I do to keep me um, calm, to refocus me, to re-energize me. So I make sure that I have my moments out in the sun with my tea or with my coffee or with my smoothie. I make sure that I'm dancing. I'm making sure that I'm listening to high frequency music and I'm doing yoga and I'm stretching and I'm doing things that just genuinely make my spirit okay with itself. So that this way, when it's time to work, when it's time to create that calendar, when it's time to set a goal, when it's time to execute, I can do it and feel like I'm not giving too much. I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not overflowing. As far as balancing my friendships and my love life, sometimes it can honestly be a little isolating, especially when you're first trying to go through building up your business. You're going to be in your work 24-7 and you're going to feel like I can't go to this event. I can't go to this party. I can't, you know, hang out at the park today with my nephews. And it can make you sad. It can make you feel like you're missing out on a lot. But you have to see the greater good. And the greater good is that with a new quality of life, along with your business, you'll be able to provide more later on for these people that you're missing out. So another balance of mine is just having supportive people in my circle. It's having people who want my business to be successful. It's having people who want to see me happy. It's having people who are understanding and people who are self-sacrificing. They, they're they like, I get it, do what you have to do. And that's really been a blessing and that helps balance because there isn't a need to over-explain. There isn't a need to justify or clarify. They just get it. There are also people who are building their passions and therefore we're allowing each other to exist while still existing in each other's life. So even though it's being done on a day-to-day basis or in a a face-to-face kind of way, it's something that still just naturally flows because as long as you maintain your happiness and your peace and you're doing other things here and there to, to get you going, then you don't feel as isolated because you know it's well worth it. Mm, wow, I love your perspective on this work-life balance and those tips that you shared with us, making mm-hmm. sure that you have time to do the things outside of your work, making sure that you nurture your spiritual life, doing some meditation, yoga, walking in nature, things that really nurture you not only physically but mentally and emotionally as well, really big on that, creating a routine so that you know that it's not going to be, a, that is going to be a non-negotiable task for you and I have done that one myself in the last three or four years and it has really helped me to start my day really nurtures me and really helps me focus for the day so it's really important oh. to get those uh, create those habits create those rituals create those routines that nurtures you and then of course having a support system around is so important because yes just like what Andrea said there are going to be days that you need to sacrifice that time to build your business your business especially if it is your passion occupies most of your time and I totally get that I have that myself sometimes you know 24 hours 
doesn't seem like enough because we're <laughs> right. so driven and passionate about it that it's no longer work for us. It's really important to have that support system around you that understands you, that supports you uh, when you need those times to really focus in your business. So great tips there. <laughs> All right, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind <sighs> feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Well, when it comes to an analytical, logical perspective of me just trying to um, accomplish things within my business, I tend to benchmark my success by, again, creating goals, um, setting dates and times and ways to implement them so that I can reach the goals and then having a little sub- celebratory moment thereafter once the goal has been hit or reached. Um, aside from that, though, for me, success has nothing to do with work. It has nothing to do with financial status or gain. For me, success is about peace. If you can wake up every day and be at peace with yourself, if you can wake up every day and be at peace with the people around you, then that to me is the greatest level of of, um, success. I feel like life is about balance um, with everything, um, with all aspects in life. And so I feel like you know that you are perfectly aligned or balanced very well once you feel this the sense of calm all around you. And for me, my business has been able to create that for me because I see where it's going. I see how it's going and I'm always able to actively do, which keeps me very happy. So with peace, the way to get to that that state of mind of being in bliss and just being at calm and being in peace is to be happy. And for me, Happiness shouldn't be measured by a material item or um, a material gain. And so you can be, like you said, a billionaire and be completely sad and depressed. And so, again, I measure success on, you know, the things that make people happy. If they're doing things outside of work, outside of buying, outside of, you know, finances that, put a smile on their face that allow them to grow their character, their morale and their, their sense of humanity. And so that's my definition of success. Mm, Huge. I love your perspective on success. Success is waking up every day, being at peace with yourself, your environment and with Mm -hmm. others. What a great perspective in there. I mean, I truly believe that that's the ultimate of success, having the peace, the joy, the happiness, uh, knowing that what you're putting out there is making a difference in other people's lives, knowing that you are following your passion, knowing that you are feeling that joy with what you do. What a great perspective there. Now, I know you've given us a lot of tips already, but I'd love for us to talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience, so take it back to the past. 
say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Um, I would say to do something that you can lose track of time in. Um, you need to be able to just be completely um immersed in this one aspect of your life and losing track of time is um, an indicator that you're having fun that is taking you away from any worry that is taking you away from any other thought and that you're just able to focus so I would say do something that you can lose track of time and do something that when you're done you're like oh wow what happened to my day Um, Another thing I would suggest is to never do it for money. Do it for yourself. Do it because you feel like it's a need that other people can really benefit from. Do it because it's helpful. Do it because it makes sense. I would never say do it for money because you're not always going to make money right away. Money may come a year later, six years later. Or it may come few and far in between. And so you want to make sure that you're able to hold on for as long as possible and that you're not solely relying on income. Do it for the love of something else, not for money. With that being said, I would always suggest to have a support system. This generation, my generation, we want things done now. We want things done fast. We want things done cheap. We want to just get it up and running and go. And a lot of times because of this mentality, we think that we can just take on everything ourselves. And that is a recipe for disaster. It's a recipe for failure in a sense. I don't really believe in the term failure, but I'll use it for lack of a better term right now. Um, There are so many tools and resources that can be provided if we just reach out to one another one another and connect and communicate and just get involved with our community. So I always say reach out for a huge support system just by letting people know what you're doing, what you think is really going to make you happy, just about just just by speaking about it. And so those are my three tips. And I think those three tips alone can get someone drastically farther. Mm, huge, huge, huge. I mean, I love those tips that you shared with us. So let me just summarize them again for our listeners. So the first one, one is to do something that helps you lose track of time. I love that. Doing something that is so fun that you don't feel like time, I mean, that you feel like time was running so fast. I love that. Find that. What is it that uh, makes you have that, to feel that joy, have fun, and enjoying the moment because that is really helpful. The second one is to never do it for money. I mean, this is huge. Do it for yourself. Do it to 
you know, to, uh, to like compete with yourself, that like you know you are capable of something, that you know you have potential, uh, and you know that what you are doing or what you are putting out there is beneficial for others, it's going to impact their lives. You know, do it for art, for other purposes than money. And I agree with what Andrea just shared with us. It's so gratifying. You know, the the fulfillment, the peace, the joy, the bliss that you feel be, goes really beyond the money uh, equivalent, the money of um, uh, being in business. It really transcends beyond the joy that you feel really transcends beyond the money. So know that uh, there are other ways to measure your success other than just money. And then, of course, mm-hmm. uh, the third one, which is really important, is to reach out for support system around you. And like what Andrea shared with us, there, I mean, nowadays we are so lucky because there's a ton of resources that we can tap into, both online and offline. There are a lot of support systems, support groups, network, networking, masterminding groups, mentorships that you can uh, ask for support, uh, ask for or, or be around with um, because it's really important not to feel alone or doing this business yourself. Uh, know that there are people around that are willing to support you, willing to, to help you in any way that they can. So reach out for people. Great tips here that Andrej shared with us. I'll make sure to have those on our show notes and let's take action on them today. Last but not the least, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service, where they can get it, and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you. And then we'll end from there. And also, if you want to share with us who that woman out there that you admire the most, because it's one of the questions that our listeners really have been asking for. I'd love for you to share that one as well. Awesome. Not a problem. So again, um, the website is fububell.com. That's F-O-U-B-E-A-U-B-E-L-L-E.com. Um, aside from that, you can reach me personally at mrsbubaby at gmail.com. That's M-R-S-B-E-A-U-B-A-B-Y at gmail.com. I also have an Instagram page for the company. Um, you can reach me and other people who help out with the company at that Instagram page. Uh, that is Mrs. View Baby. Um, same as the email address, M-R-S-B-E-A-U-B-A-B-Y um, Baby. And what other things? Our number is 707-687-9526. So you can call about any um, questions, comments, concerns. You can email us any questions, comments, concerns. You can take a look through our catalog online. You can see what other promotions and um, sales and people who are vouching for us on our Instagram page. So there are many ways to, to get to me, to get to the company and to just browse and enjoy Um Along with that, I'd like to say that I don't necessarily have a female admirer. I would say that there are many people who inspire me from time to time. Lately, I've been really fixated on Frida Kahlo. I just love her her story so much because I think it's one of perseverance. I think it's one of a positive mentality through everything that she's been through. She was like 
she had gone through like two car accidents, polio. She was bedridden for a while. Her marriage failed and she was still able to get her work done. It was the only thing that healed her internally. It was the only thing that motivated her, pushed her, um, gave her a way to express herself. And then obviously the artwork is phenomenal. But aside from that, she's also someone who who was authentically herself throughout her, her life's journey, from her hair to her her expressions, her mannerisms, the way that she was very blunt, the way that she was unapologetic, down to her fashion sense and just the way that she always allowed her roots to, to be a part of how she, how she dressed and the people that she encountered and how she encountered them. I'm really into her and her story. I'm into her heart, her artwork. I'm into the way that she she loved animals, the way that she looked at the situations that she's gone through. So I would definitely say to research her if you haven't, if you don't know about her, to really dig into her her personal life a little bit more and not just take the the face value of it. I know some people are going to be like, what, Frida? But I'm telling you, once you dig and dig and dig, there are so many things to love about her. One last thing I would like to just squeeze in there, though, especially for any young person listening in, is to get the Steve Mariotti book that's called The Young Entrepreneur's Guide to Starting and Running a Business. It's a phenomenal book, a great resource, a huge tool to have on you 24 seven that will tell you about licensing. It will tell you about trademarking. It will tell you about marketing campaigns, social media platforms. So get it, dig into it, have fun with it, get lost, be creative, be imaginative, and just push through everything. Mm, I love them. And uh, can you repeat the name of, uh, of, uh, was it Frida? Yes. Frida, F-R-I-D-A, Carlo. K-A-H-L-O. Frida Kahlo. Okay, Frida Kahlo, I would love to acknowledge her as well for not just being an inspiration to you, but to all of us here at Today's Sitting Women. We honor you, Frida Kahlo, for your inspiration, for just being you, for inspiring us and inspiring Andrea and all of us here at Today's Sitting Women. We salute you. And absolutely, the book that Andrea just shared with us, The Young Entrepreneur's Guide to Starting and Running Your Business, I'll make sure to have this on our show notes. That's a great resource. And of course, the business tool, I can't, I can't share that she shares with us. I'll make sure to have those on our show notes as well. But most importantly, I'd love for you, our listeners, to go there now on her website, fubobel.com, F-O-U. Yeah, I'll have to uh, make sure that you have this one, a great uh, the correct spelling. So F-O-U-B-E-A-U-B-E-L-L-E.com. You can also reach them through their number, 706-687-9520, or email her at Mrs. Uh, Bu- Baby at gmail.com. So it's B-A-U- uh, baby at gmail.com I'll make sure B-E-A-U. to have B-E-A-U oh B-E-A-U Mrs. Bu baby B-E-A-U baby at gmail.com and I'll make sure to have this on our show notes so for our listeners out there I, this is an area that I'm sure a lot of us uh, would love to have an alternative to the skincare line that is out there that you don't know what ingredients are and um, 
Andrea and her company are providing us healthy ingredients, healthy alternatives to our skincare line, our beauty care products that they have. Uh, patronize them, go there and look at their catalog and order them. And are they available for international shipping or for local or national? International shipping is available. All right, there you go. For our international audiences, uh, the product line that Andrea and her company uh, have are, are available for international shipping as well. So uh, connect, with, uh, connect with her, connect with her company, connect with her on Instagram and on her other social media as well. All right, Andrea, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you. It was great. Thank you. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two. Click the rate and review button. Step number three. Say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW fan of the day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.